Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of Grey Wolf Wrestling. My name is Nims Azor, and it's always good to talk wrestling with you, the Grey Wolf family. Hey, keep an eye out because we've got some cool stuff coming away in the next few weeks. It'll be really cool for any old school fans of WWF versus WCW or any new fans that might want to hear what the big deal about it was back in the day. But uh, before we get into today's interview, if you love your AFL and Supercoach, Get amongst the Grey Wolf Footy Podcast. It's back for 2020 after a little break to the whole COVID-19 BS. But keep your ears out for their big pre-round five edition of the podcast. Now, let's get to some wrestling. And the story of Billy Kay and Peyton Royce is quite storybook, especially for anyone that grew up as a fan of the WWE in Australia. We've been lucky enough to have Billy join us here on Grey Wolf Wrestling. Billy, thanks for jumping on board. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm great, thanks. I have to be when I get to start of the day talking to one of the Iconics. Oh, you, that is correct. You are right, sir. <laughs> so for anyone that might not know your story, it's very cool. You were a childhood fan of the WWE, Sydney girl, born and bred, and now you're part of the WWE. But even though it's the dream as a kid to work for the WWE, it is a long way away from Australia and Sydney. So do you miss Australia much and do you get any chances to visit home now and then? Oh, I miss home so much. Uh, like you said, I was born and, and raised in uh, Sydney, Australia, out in uh, Campbelltown in the western suburbs. Uh, so, yeah, I don't really get to come home as much as I'd like, unfortunately. Um, it's usually about once a year, and it's not for that long, maybe a week or two if I'm lucky. So I definitely miss home. I miss my friends and family. I miss Australia. Um, but yeah, uh, like you said, WWE is very far from Australia. So uh, I was about 10 years old when I became just obsessed with WWE and I knew that I wanted to become a WWE superstar. So um, it's been a childhood dream of mine um, and I'm living that out. And it's just, uh, I'm very grateful that I can say that I'm living my dream. That is the craziest part too, because I know being a lifelong WWE fan like yourself, just being from Melbourne, not Sydney, it seems like a fantasy to make it over there. So how did you go from fan to actually being in the ring and performing for the WWE? Well, I was a fan for uh, ever since I was 10. And when I, I was just finishing high school, actually, and my brother, who actually got me into wrestling, uh, he had a, a friend that was opening a wrestling school. So I was like, this is perfect. So I started training uh, at the school the day they opened and three months later I had my first match and it was on my 18th birthday which was awesome and uh, from that point on I just spent you know years uh, training and traveling around Australia coming over to America to do shows and train with uh, you know just all different types of, of uh, trainers around the world um, until I was fortunate enough to get a tryout with WWE, and that happened uh, in Melbourne. Um, and then, fortunately, I was able to get signed, um, and I packed my whole life up into two suitcases and moved to the other side of the world. So it's been such a, an amazing adventure. So we rarely see one of the Iconics apart from another. Uh, your tag team partner, Peyton Royce, is pretty remarkable. You both have an incredible history together, not just both being from Sydney, but you both went to high school together in Australia, and you also both shared the crazy journey together as well. Yeah, it's uh, she's the best thing about me. She's absolutely incredible. We went to the same high school, uh, Westfield Sports, 
uh, out in Fairfield in New South Wales. Um, yeah, we just, from the moment that we met, um, we had the same dream. And uh, from the moment that we met, we became instant best friends. So to find that person um, and to have them in your life is extremely rare. So the fact that we were able to get signed together, we moved over and lived together here in Orlando and had our careers, um, you know, entwined together. It's just, it sounds too good to be true. It sounds like a fairy tale, but that's what it's been. Um, and I wouldn't have it any other way because, you know, I'm not an iconic without her. So she does complete me and uh, we've just had the best time being WWE superstars. It'd be incredibly rude of me not to mention that it was your birthday the other day. So happy birthday from everyone across Australia. Oh, thank you. Yes, it was it, it was yesterday, but it's funny because Australia is so far ahead that I get uh, birthday messages for two days straight, which I'm okay with. So uh, a two-day birthday is one of the perks from uh, about living in, uh, in America. So yeah, I'm 31 now, uh, <laughs> over the hill, some might say. Hey, have you reckoned that? then I must be positively ancient. So let's not go throwing any labels out there, okay? <laughs> okay, deal. So what's been awesome for me to see is the amount of Aussies that are in the WWE right now. I mean, back in the day, I used to get excited when I saw an Australian flag in the crowd. Now we have so many superstars on the roster, like yourself, Peyton, Murphy, killing it on Raw and SmackDown. Plus, there's so much talent, uh, like, Lee, uh, like Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, Brendan Vink, Shane Thorne, Indy Hartwell... Bronson Reed, all in NXT right now. It must be nice having so many Aussies sort of, uh, you know, share that with you. Yeah, it's it's so cool to see. Um, like, we just have so many talented uh, wrestlers and performers in Australia. So to see, you know, the best of the best get signed to WWE and to come over and to make that transition and to see them, like, flourish, um, it's, it's amazing. It's incredible. Uh, we all have that bond of moving to the other side of the world and all have that bond, you know, being from Australia, we get to talk about Vegemite, we get to talk about, you know, Australian pop culture, we don't have to repeat what we're saying because we understand each other's accents, so it's, it's really cool to have a bunch of us Aussies here in WWE and we all really do support each other, uh, you know, a thousand percent, uh, and it's nice to have a you know, a little home away from home too. That's got to be good to have. Uh, one last question. You're a long-time WWE fan, just like me. And at my folks' house, I've got all my WWE swag from back in the day. Do you still have all your little mementos tucked away somewhere in a shed or cupboard back home in Sydney? I'll admit it. Um, <laughs> it's in my mum and dad's garage. Uh, it's boxed up over the years. Um, but yes, it is full of posters. It's full of old wrestling shirts that I used to have, I'm talking when I was like 10, 11 year old, so that's really small, really faded. It's full of uh, signs that I would make um, when I used to go see WWE, when they would perform in Sydney. Uh, it's full of figurines, bobbleheads, VHSs, which I will never get rid of because they're just so cool to have a VHS, like no one knows what that is anymore. Um, and yeah, it's full of just absolutely anything you can think of. Um, I was very fortunate. My parents uh, fully embraced my wrestling uh, 
madness and just got me everything they could get of The Rock uh, and WWE. So I was very fortunate um, as a kid growing up with uh, a lot of wrestling uh, tricks and treats. No joke, at my mum and dad's place, right now, still on the walls of my childhood bedroom, is two posters of The Rock. One giant The Great One poster and a Backlash 2003 poster with The Rock and Goldberg on it. See, now I was going to have to brag for a little bit, but now in my uh, in my home here in Orlando, uh, instead of having all, all those mementos that I had as a kid, I just have a photo of uh, The Rock and I in a nice little frame. So that, that's the story I have now. Oh, you can't beat that. You're meeting The Rock on SmackDown, The Rock Show. That's just the ultimate. Trust me, I it did not uh, go by me how special and awesome that moment was. But yeah, definitely uh, one of the highlights of my life. <laughs> well, Billy, it's been awesome to chat. Really appreciate your time. Hopefully when things get back to normal around the world, we can see you back in Australia soon. But until then, we love seeing you guys on Raw. Stay safe and uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. Uh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to talk to you. A huge thank you to Billy Kay from the Iconics for joining me. I was lucky enough to actually have a face-to-face interview with her and Peyton Royce last year. She's just as nice as she sounds. A really good human and a fan from way back. So very cool to see her living her dream. That is it for another edition of Grey Wolf Wrestling. Go through the archives, though, and have a look at some of the other interviews we've done. Got legends like Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair to the stars of the 2000s like Randy Orton and Edge. Plus, even the next gen of talent like Keith Lee and Bianca Belair. It's all here on Grey Wolf Wrestling. I'll catch you next time. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. GreyWolfEntertainment.net.